This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. beloved immortal beings and good looking people and remember you're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good barry shore here venice beach california looking out over the vast pacific ocean and telling you welcome welcome to the joy of living this broadcast is brought to you over Internet radio, and we are on K4HD.com. Yes, you have tuned in to K4HD.com. This is the joy of living with Barry Shore, your host, and you can access this show anytime after we finish at barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Go there. There's lots of fun things to do, and it's a lot of free things, and this show exists, and barryshore.com exists for one reason only. You, Y-O-U, E-W-E, you. That's the only reason we're here, why I get up in the morning, why I broadcast, why I bring to you remarkably interesting, powerful, purposeful people who will enhance your life because you're going to learn more practices, tips, and tools of how to learn, how to live successfully, how to live in joy, with happiness, peace, and love. We have a remarkably powerful show today, but as you know, what we do on this show, many of you have tuned in before and been with us for the number of years. Uh, We welcome people from all over the world because we are able to be picked up over the world by the internet, k4hd.com, and about 251,000. Hello? Hi, it's Kathy Karkula. Wow, we are already here. We have Kathy. Just stay there on hold, kid. And we're going to be introducing no you in a few minutes. Just listen in. We are I blessed. I mean, B-L-E-S-S-E-D to have with us one of the more remarkable, powerful, positive people I've ever encountered in my life. Her name is Kathy Karkula, and we'll be bringing her on in just a few minutes. Right now, we like to say hello to about 251,789 people listening to us all over the world through this medium called Internet Radio. And as you know, you can go to barryshore.com and find this show, just do a quick search, and you'll be able to download it and share it. Sharing is so important because, you know, when you share something, you show that you care and you show love. So it's important to everybody. Give me five is what I say. Share this with at least five people, family, friends, 
and most important with people who you think are not your friends, who you either don't like or you think don't like you. Why? Because when you do that, you're building a bridge. When you build a bridge, you show caring. When you show caring, the other person responds in the same way. And when you give something of value, which is this show, which is all about the joy of living, you create a bond. And that bond will break through what you thought was not a friendship, not liking, and from the other side as well. So let's spread the joy, the happiness, the peace, and love by sharing this show with at least five people. So we'll have over a million people listening to us. So right now, what we like to do is I use a lot of acronyms during the show, and we speak about those. We take the first letter of every word, and we find the purpose so powerful potentness, potential in the word and make a new idea so that we are not just good looking people, but we're always looking for and finding the good. So I'm going to have a big shout out to two to people in two different cities throughout the world. And we happen to have two cities with the same name today. And they're both in the United States of America. And one is in um, the far reaches of the northern part of the United States of America. And one is in the southern reaches of the United States of America, almost on a parallel line going from north to south. And we're going to welcome people from the great cities of, da-da-da-da, drumroll, fanfare, St. Paul, Minnesota. And St. Paul, Texas. <laughs> yeah, St. Paul, Minnesota, St. Paul, Texas. Now, most of you have heard of, especially people in the United States of America, but we have people listening from all over the world. More than half of our 251,789 people live outside the United States. So you can go Google St. Paul, Minnesota. It's one of two cities. It's known as the Twin Cities, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. They're just across the river from each other. And again, building bridges brings people together. So we're going to say a big uh, hello to uh, people in St. Paul, Minnesota. Just a little bit of the history of St. Paul. It was originally, it was founded in the early part of the 1800s, around 1830, 1840 or so. And at the time, I'd say around 1841, I think it was, it was known as Pig's Eye Landing. You get that? P, Pig's Eye Landing. You say, wait a minute, that's an odd name for a place. I'll tell you why in just a moment. Uh, 1849, Minneapolis, uh, not Minneapolis, yes, Minnesota, which is the big state. Minnesota became a territory, part of the United States, and then was officially allowed to join into the Union in 1858, just in time to fight for the North in the Civil War, which began in 1861. So... Pig's Eye, <laughs> Minnesota, which was St. Paul, was the nickname given to the place, Pig's Eye Landing, because the person who owned the local tavern, which of course was the place where everybody gathered, it was uh, the person's name was Pierre Parent, because originally it was, uh, St. Paul was settled by French-speaking people, trappers, fur trappers mostly, and a Catholic priest who said, you know, we're going to build something nice here at church and name it after St. Paul. So, but Pierre Parent, PP, with four R's, he was blind in one eye, so he got the nickname in French of P. 
pig's eye for the name of Pierre Perrant. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. But uh, St. Paul has come a long way from that time. St. Paul and Minneapolis is a, is a great city. It's just so bursting with energy and power and, and uh, positiveness. There's about 3.4 million people in the basic city environs. And it's known as the business hub of the upper Midwest. You have a huge number of Fortune 500 companies there. Some of the ones that are very famous are uh, Best Buy, General Mills, Target, or Target, Lando Lakes, uh, it also is home to the Minnesota Wild. It also has the Excel Energy Center, which is a famous and the largest mall in the United States of America, which is also the largest mall in the world. It's just a few miles away from St. Paul, Minneapolis, and that's called the Mall of America in Bloomington. So the largest mall, which is the essence of American business. And one of the reasons it was built there is because uh, St. Paul is known for a very high literacy rate. Yes, very uh, people are just highly educated, very involved, good, caring, loving people. And we have, thank God, right now 22,710 people listening to us on the radio. Again, this is internet radio, k4hd.com. And the other city, just go due south from St. Paul, and you'll hit St. Paul, Texas. St. <laughs> Paul, Texas, what we call a tiny town in a huge state. Texas, of course, being one of the largest states in the United States of America, maybe even the biggest. Uh, no, actually, it's a funny thing. Texas, before the admission of Alaska, was the largest landmass state in the Union. But once uh, Alaska was admitted in 18, 18, 1959, then Alaska became the first state, the largest state. But there's a great joke about uh, Texas and Alaska because they're big rivals in terms of size. The joke is the following. Alaska is so big that if you cut it in half, Texas is third. <laughs> so, yes, Texas is big. People brag about it. But there's a lot of tiny towns in Texas. And St. Paul, Texas is one of those tiny towns with population of just about 1,070 people. Uh, and But we're happy to say that there are three people listening to us right now. So in terms of percentage, that's not a bad deal. Welcome to people from St. Paul, Minnesota, St. Paul, Texas. And we say to you, WWW. So as we said, on this show, we talk about acronyms. WWW, if you ask anybody, uh, you'll talk to your family, your friends, say, what is that? Well, that has something to do with the, with the Internet, World Wide Web, things like that, which is very true. Except that we do everything here in this show to bring out the positive, which you're going to hear from Kathy in just a few moments. She is the essence of positivity and wonderfulness. WWW, from this point forward, stands for... What a wonderful world. WWW with a tip of the hat to Satchmo. Great Louis Armstrong for making that song go viral throughout the world. And he also was an S, a, a great person because he had this magnificent smile about him. And his smile lit up not a room, not just a area, but the world. And SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms that you'll ever learn. SMILE stands for Seeing 
miracles in life every day. That's a wow, isn't it? Well, actually, wow is a great acronym also. Wow stands for words of wisdom. That's right. When you hear something that just resonates and feels right, you say, wow, words of wisdom. Because smile is the essence of living with joy. Because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. And if you can't smile and have fun, well, then what good is it? You won't have joy in your life. Now, I do have to warn you in advance, and when we're with Kathy, we're going to talk about this. I do use four-letter F-U words, and I use them liberally because it's a lot of fun. Oh, there it is right there. Fun. F-U-N-N. Fun. But you'll say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, that's not how you spell fun. Well, that's how I spell it. F-U capital N capital N. So when you get off the radio show, you're listening, you go over to your friends or your family and say, F you, everybody, with a big smile on your face. And they'll say, what? What'd you say? F-U-N-N. Let's have fun. And now we're going to segue right into one of the funnest people that I've ever had the pleasure of encountering. She is not just F-U, fun. She is K-K. She is Kathy Karkula. Actually, she's not just KK. She's Triple K, but she's not like Triple K like you know. She be Triple K of filled with joy, happiness, peace, and love. Kathy Karkula is in their seventh decade on this earth, but she's been a giver since day one. Her essence is giving. And without further ado, I'm just going to introduce her. Let her say hello. And we're just going to have a lot of fun, F-U-N-N, everybody, and start talking about who she is, what she does, why she does it, and the power of positivity in life. Welcome, my dear, wonderful, beautiful friend, Kathy. Please say hello to the hundreds of thousands of people who are awaiting you. Oh, thank you, Barry. I tell you, your voice is what gets me going every day. I, I turn on my phone and there's Barry. And I can't <laughs> wait for what our lesson is going to be today because this is what it's all about. You know, it's, it's, we're wasting time if we're not happy today with what we're doing. So Woo! you bet. Everybody, I, did you I, hear I, that? We're wasting time if you're not happy with what you're doing. So Kathy is one of the reasons that I go mad regularly. Mad? What's that? Is that good? That's great. Because go mad means go make a difference. And if there's anybody in the world making a difference, it's Kathy Karkula. So I'm going to turn over most of the stuff to you right now. Kathy, please regale us and give us some insight into who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Well, I am very, very fortunate to, again, have a job that I absolutely love. If I lost that job tomorrow, I'd be at their door asking if I could volunteer to do the exact same thing I'm doing. I love it that much. I love the people I serve. I love the people I work with. I love meeting the new people and sponsors. And, you know, how how lucky can you be when you've got something to wake up to every day saying, Hmm, what do I want to do today to make the world a better place for people with intellectual disabilities? I mean, those, I work for those people. I work for 
the people that are already athletes in Special Olympics and those who are coming to be athletes in Special Olympics. Well, let me, uh, interject, let me interject just for a moment. What yes. is, if anybody who's been hiding under a rock, but you never know, we got people all over the world. You said Special Olympics. What is Special Olympics? Oh, Special Olympics is that organization that was started years ago by Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who had a sister that had an intellectual disability. And she took it a step further and opened up her home uh, to have what they called Camp Kennedy, where she would bring people in that maybe had Down syndrome, had autism, anything that was an intellectual disability. Brought them there by the busloads so that they could play sports, which is what the Kennedys were known for. So she saw the fun and the learning that came from this and the camaraderie, and she expanded it further. Her brother then became president, and we all know what happens is his life was not at rest with a sister like her. So she just took this organization and went all around the world where it is right now. And um, so we are in every country that is across the world right now. We're in every state. We're flourishing all over with people that want to be a part, with people that want to volunteer. That So it's not just about the athletes. They're, they're the fun part. The rest of us join because we want to have as much fun as they do. We want to sponsor. <laughs> we want to volunteer. We just want to be a part of this wonderful world that uh, – Special Olympics has made for persons with intellectual disabilities. So they are all in the FU world, right? FU and having fun. And you know what? Everybody wants to have those FU words. They want to have fun. Isn't that what, what we get up for every day is to how can I make today a fun day, a day that's worthwhile? a day that I have accomplished something, a day that I've met somebody, a day that I've helped somebody, that's, that's a worthwhile day. And you know what? In my capacity as a development director for Special Olympics Minnesota, I have that opportunity that uh, what today, is it sponsorship? Is it helping to find more gyms and, rate and tracks for them to practice on? Or what, what am I going to do today to make the world a better place? And um, I'm very, very fortunate. Very fortunate. Well, they call it a development what you director. Do. As the development okay. director for uh, Special Olympics Minnesota, let, let's focus on one particular project that you love and you've mentioned to me. And I think it has to do with something called 2020 and Northwest. But um, explain <laughs> it in detail. You know, I do an event called the Northland 300, which came to me because of a lot of pressure from a lot of friends. You know how they say, if you, if you can't play the sport, then you coach. Well, yeah, I couldn't snowmobile anymore because of a car accident. So I turned into the best planner of snowmobiling events because I, I knew about it. It was in my head. So surrounded by those friends who pushed me into the capacity of saying, okay, I'll do it. We now have um, a 32-year-old snowmobiling fundraising event that has raised over four and a half million dollars for Special Olympics. So Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I need to pause you for a moment. Let's tell everybody. <laughs> Kathy, in her capacity, just by herself, 
And obviously, with all the help that she has and such, because nobody does anything alone, four and a half million dollars has been raised to help people that have intellectual disabilities learn and have more F-U-N-N. So um, oh, this is... Got- this is hundreds of thousands of people applauding. And not we're not applauding you because you don't like that per se. But what we're doing no. is applauding the the involvement of other human beings in other human beings. That's what this is about. And tell us more. What is the event itself? When does it take place? And we might even be able to see if we can get some people to help. Oh, yeah. The, the event itself takes place at the end of, of January. But... We finish one up and we start probably the next week planning for the next year. We take 100 people and we take them to a very northernmost city called Ely, Minnesota, which is very much a destination city. And we put on this marvelous event that involves all the people in the town, all the the businesses in the town. Everybody wakes up to the fact that the Northland 300 is in town. And all it is, you'll see one truck and a trailer and a snowmobile come in one at a time. Here they come, and big trailers carrying six to ten snowmobiles. And all this just to raise funds for Special Olympics. And about seven years ago, we went one step further. Instead of just having seasoned snowmobilers, because this is not for the light of heart, we have two athletes on the ride who actually raise their money and one is on the trail and with the riders. He's, he's given a ride, the whole foot, the whole ride. And the other is on our support team, which if there's a problem with a snowmobile or a person or whatever, that's where this uh, support team comes in. So there we are in northern Minnesota with not a lot, not, not much going on, but there certainly is people that are going to ride 300 miles plus in three days to draw attention to Special Olympics Minnesota. Wait a minute. 300 miles on a snowmobile in three days in what we'll call cold <laughs> weather. I mean, we're talking about cold. Are we talking about 40 degrees? Are we talking about 20 degrees? Are we talking about below zero? Well, I'll tell you what, last year we had to put a day on hold because the temperature dropped to an actual 38 below with a wind chill of 59 below. No, wait, wait, I want to say this again. 38 (laughs) below zero (laughs) with a wind chill. So even the people in Minnesota couldn't handle it. No, we had that. We had to listen to all the the warnings to people about you're going to get frostbitten, and you're going to this, you're going to that. You know, it was all stay out, stay indoors, stay indoors. So we actually abided by the warnings and kept the people indoors that day. But that's not like them. We never canceled this event, no matter what. So rain or shine, sleet or hail, it doesn't make any diffs. We will be there to show our presence for Special Olympics. It's uh, it's not for the light of heart, believe me. They, so, uh, so yeah, to ride three hundred miles, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a hundred miles a day on a mo- snowmobile. Uh, I don't care mm-hmm. what kind of padding you have on your behind, but that, <laughs> that, that that's a that's a lot of work just to. I mean, you're not riding on you're not riding um, on an open no. road that's uh, clean and clear. You got to ride on snow. You got to know what you're doing and you have to like the sport and you have to like 
who you're doing it for. And we love who we're doing it for. So Now, do you have any coverage from the, let's say, television, radio, and uh, any major names in print? We actually have a website at www.northland300300.org. Can I repeat that again? www, which of course stands for What a Wonderful World, but in this case, we'll get you to the web, www.northland, N-O-R-T-H-L-A-N-D, northland300.org, O-R-G, northland300.org. And you'll see in there, you'll see years of our, our photos and what people are going through on the trails. You'll see the press coverage. Um, You will see, I think we even have that one where the uh, mayor of the little town of Ely gives us the key to the city. And it's like, okay, that means I can park without getting a ticket, right? (laughs) I guess that was not not right. (laughs) But uh, it's a fun town. It's a little town. It's a town with, for miners and trappers and, people on that order that just open their arms to this event and to the people and to our two athletes that actually go on the entire event. So it is something to see. It so really we're talking is. About, so to um, a thousand people, 5,000 people, 10,000 people that know about this in the state of Minnesota. A lot of people know about it, but you have to be the first 100 to sign up. <laughs> oh, only a hundred people. Yes. You could, you, in other words, if, if you had a thousand people sign up, you couldn't handle it. Only the first 100. Yes. That's the pressure we put on these people. You know, that you are the 100 that signed up. So, and they have know, to a, bring sponsors with them. In other words, every person who signs up needs to bring, let's say a thousand dollars or $500 or whatever it is. Yeah, they have to raise, this isn't a $75 event, this is a $700 event, plus they buy tickets and they have silent auctions and things up there. That These people come up there to support Special Olympics in every way possible. And that's the beauty of it, is that it's even beyond the financial portion of it. It's not just monetary. The people that come and go from this event, um, they're their heart and soul. They absolutely love Special Olympics. They absolutely will do anything for the athletes of Special Olympics. And that tells me we're doing our job. We're doing it right because they're having fun doing the good of the good. F you, Kathy. F you. (laughs) (laughs) I love saying F you to Kathy. (laughs) And I won't say F you and then KK because that wouldn't be good. It's F U N N. (laughs) That's absolutely right. We are known to have fun. We are known to be some of the best fundraisers that are in the state of Minnesota. And when they go home, they don't even want to go home because they, they just are living on the memories and the camaraderie on this thing is unbelievable. We well, now are in where done, it's father, so- father, son, mother, yes. daughter, this type of thing are coming. And so we're into other generations now. And wow. uh, what a great, what a great thing to do when we look at this and we, you know, when I'm looking out at the crowd, I can see the mother, father, um, the kids are in there now because they have to be 21 to go on this. So some of them are waiting in line to, to hurry up and come on this event. So it's it's fun. It's nothing but just fun and serious fundraising. But once they get up there, it's all about snowmobiling. 
about snowmobiling for Special Olympics. And that's so what we do best the, in that event. You put the fun back in fundraising. Yes, yes. If you don't have fun in fundraising, you better just drop it right now because that's the heart and soul of fundraising is the fun that you build into it. Let's talk about have fun. soul because you are heart and soul. Give yeah. I care so much about you, Y-O-U, and I care about the listeners. Listeners, Y-O-U listeners, hundreds of thousands of people around the world and tens of thousands of people are going to download this and share it and really pass it on to friends. Tell us something about Kathy when, in other things, I, did you ever raise funds before you did something for Special Olympics? You know, it all started when I was about 16, and my mother said, um, your sister's campfire group needs a leader. And uh, so I volunteered you. (laughs) (laughs) That was my my mother for you. You know, I said, well, that'll be fun. How many, are there still 12 kids in that group? She said, no, there are 18 now. (laughs) So for the next 10 years, I, I groomed these girls to be the best they could be as a well-rounded person musically and for, and fundraising wise and putting on events and turning into little women. And it was the best years I ever spent uh, just giving of yourself, just volunteering. And I swear that was my start is uh, with campfire girls from my little sister's group. And we did everything. They even wrote letters to soldiers that were in Vietnam. And they went collecting food for the needy for Thanksgiving. And um, it, was, it just went on and on and on. They, they learned how to do folk dancing. They, they had more beads that showed their accomplishments on their little jackets than anyone could believe were possible. And uh, so that it's all about what can you give back? You know, at that time, I was giving back my energy, my talents, my being older than they were. And uh, those girls still keep in touch with me. So it's amazing as little campfire girls and this stuff, how that spread through life and how I carry it through life. And I think that was a good basis for my volunteerism. And where were you living at the time? Uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Oh, so you're a native of of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So wait a minute, weren't you amazed that we have, that I introduced the show with, um, from St. Paul, with (laughs) people from St. Paul, Minnesota and St. Paul, Texas? You know, we really do have kind of a a, uh, little challenge between Minneapolis and St. Paul, but because my job takes me to Minneapolis and St. Paul all the time. I don't take any offense at that. You know, just to be neutral, we call it the Twin Cities. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. So in, yeah. after the Campfire Girls, tell us some more things that you've done in terms of uh, fundraising, volunteering, growing in this particular world of the, the world of giving. Oh, gosh. I have raised money for um, the March of Dimes, uh, for Cystic Fibrosis, for United Fund. Um, you know, if, if somebody needs some help and they, they, I either overhear it or they come my way, I don't turn anybody down. <laughs> I love raising money. I love raising money. I think that's just a neat thing. I love, I love helping people. I love working with people. And, um, you know, I, 
I don't know when the day will come that I'll say, you know what, I'm all through working with people because I don't think there's ever any end to that. It's, uh, that's what life is all about. And in my life, that's, that's what I know best is working with helping people in any way, shape, or form. So, you know, whether it's battling or helping out or building teams or whatever it is, um, all I have to do is say, you know, can you help us with this? And sometimes it's just getting together to meet with them to help them get on track for something or, you know, to work with a particular group that may be struggling with how to raise money or how to put on an event. Because uh, the more you listen and the more you do, it's not just my many, many years of experience, but it's listening, listening to people that have helped to make it possible. They're, they're the ones that are just a bevy of information and a resource that we should never kick to the curb because they have, they're, they're just invaluable. I, I want to emphasize a couple of things that you said here. This is such, first of all, we are deeply honored to have you on the phone. I, I truly appreciate you making the time. Barry, this whole thing is my pleasure. Here you. Because this, this is the essence of, in my humble opinion, uh, the American way. I think that we're blessed in this country more than most countries of the world with a, an attitude of um, giving. And it's part and parcel of our heritage. But every, as much as people like to do it, it it's rare to find such a being who has not only been doing this for now in terms of your life over a half a century from the time like mm -hmm. you just said campfire girls yeah. but it's part and parcel of your very dna that you understand that that working with people is a is a blessing in itself but to be able to listen to others is truly uh, wonderful because you've done the events, you've been involved. It's very easy to come in and say, well, let me show you how to do this because you've done it. Mm -hmm. But to be able to listen, yes. Kathy, this is what separates you from almost everybody else, that ability to hear. Now, I want to take it a step and go a little bit personal right now. Please tell us yeah. about your niece, the one that's just so sweet and <sighs> charming and giving and and what you do with her and for her and and i think it's important i'm i'm very moved by it and if you'd be kind enough to share i would very much like to hear absolutely um i had the misfortune of my my i had one sister and one brother growing up and my little sister when like i said she was a major part of my life she was 12 years younger but i looked at her as the best thing since ice cream and when she had these three little girls that we always called them the ABC girls because it was Ashley, Brittany, and Chelsea. So they were the ABC girls. And her girls in my book were just like, like my own girls. I was that close to them and close to my sister all through her life until she got the kind of the bad news that says you have terminal cancer and you have two weeks to live. Oh. And... Yeah, I mean, devastating. It was like somebody just hit you in the tummy and said, that's it, that's the end of this ball game." And we had such fun in life. And, you know, whatever it was, we took it around and spun it around and let's have fun with this and let's do this. And now it was all going to go away. So when she passed away, she had three beautiful girls and one had special needs. 
and I, I didn't have to promise my sister that I'd take care of her. She knew, she knew well and clear that, that, that my Ashley would come with me. And Ashley has been kind of the light of my life, even before Special Olympics. She, uh, she was the most curious. Um, she dazzled me the most with things she would come up with. And, uh, and yet she had special needs. And after she was with me, after her mom passed away and all, she said to me one day, she had never been in Special Olympics. She said, I think I'd be interested in Special Olympics. I said, well, let me call a good friend of mine. I said, she's my favorite. She has what I call one of the very best teams there are and see if she's got room on her team for you. She just, she just wrapped her arms around that and took it, my Ashley in and has made her one of the best athletes that I've ever seen. But Ashley isn't good just because she's good at sports. She wasn't born to be good at sports. She's got one hand that um, is kind of curled up and doesn't work real well for her and this stuff. So she's a, and that's her right hand and she used to be right-handed. So she's a one-handed, left-handed athlete that is going through Special Olympics and signs up for every sport in the world. And it's making a difference right within Special Olympics. So I don't have to tell the world stories about other athletes now. I can tell them stories right about this wonderful person that lives with me, that lives, that we live together, and the impact that our organization has made on her life, and what an impact that makes on my life, and how this not only stops at that, but it has generated up onto her sisters who have volunteered, who have gotten certified to be coaches and unified partners. And she just spreads this word. She goes on the snowmobile ride of ours and she recruits people to come and play as unified partners on her team. So <laughs> it, just, it, just, it doesn't quit. It just doesn't quit. Hey, so she has Auntie KK. How could she not? <laughs> wonderful. She lives it and she's a good fundraiser and she's a good helper and she's a good athlete and and in the end she's a great person too how old is so, Ashley now uh ashley is 33 and, and when, um, did, when did your sister pass away uh she passed away eight years ago wow. and ashley has probably been an athlete now for about seven years what and was your so name uh, my sister's name was Jerry, J-E-R-I. And Say it again. One of the Jerry, J-E-R-I. J-E-R-I, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Wow. Jerry Renee. <laughs> and she, in my book, was one of those F-U-N-N people. <laughs> <laughs> F-U, Jerry, we love you. <laughs> she is still with us. I know I don't ever consider her away from us. She's just a little harder I to reach sometimes. But uh she left two of the most beautiful memories I have ever seen. It's three sisters that get along, and I'm able to live my life with Ashley, who, like I said, she she comes up with things that I may never think of. And she'll say, how about this? Did you ever think of this? And, and it's like, no, I guess I didn't. You know, I've got some old ideas, but you got some young, fresh ideas. So her life takes her down different travels. She uh, is in an art school with disabilities and she does uh, photography on her own and 
her 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 acrylics that she does are in many art shows and her photography made it to the state fair and and she she just her her art is getting to be everywhere we go to showings and this stuff yeah i mean she takes me to a part of art that i had never been involved with before but very involved now because of of her being in it so it may be a disability as far as a label but not as far as a person they uh each one of of the our athletes have qualities that um the world needs to see they need to listen it's that thing called listen and when they talk to me i listen because there's there's a lot they have to tell the world and they see things that i don't see they see things that the whole world does not see and i need to see that i need to hear that and i spend a lot of time listening to athletes and laughing with athletes and dancing with athletes and just having fun because that's that's what it's about um this is a very upbeat organization. Special Olympics is meant to have fun, do things in a very organized way. It's done the same way throughout the entire world. And yet, how fortunate we are is to know that the same Special Olympics I work for here is exactly the same as what is in Kenya, Lebanon, wherever it is, or Paris, France, you know. This is such an important idea. I just want to emphasize two things again. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your essence, which is so humbling to me because I know you and I know what it is you do. So people are hearing for the first time. This is not just a woman who volunteers. This is a woman who lives the process that she's talking about, which is the ability to listen to others, which is a fundamental aspect of learning how to live with joy. As we said before, listen, it's a beautiful word because listen has the same letters as silent. When one can be silent and listen to another, Whatever the other person is and bringing, all of a sudden, like Kathy said, you can see things you didn't see before, hear things you didn't hear before. For instance, uh, in my particular case, most people listening have been hearing this for, we've been with us for a couple of years already, listening to the show, and thank God you like it. And again, go to barryshore.com and do a quick search for this particular show, which we're going to label KK. F you. <laughs> and yeah, KKFU. I like that. Okay. Uh, that will be the handle. But the point is share this because it's truly the the essence of people touching people. And Kathy has been very helpful to me. Uh, she knows my background as most people do on the show, but for the, we have usually 10 to 20,000 new listeners every time. Um, Barry Shore was uh, standing up in the morning like I hope. 99.9% of the people listening. And in the evening, I was uh, paralyzed from my neck down. It was from a rare disease, not from an auto accident. And in the course of me gaining back some of my uh, physical abilities, I went mad. But mad is good because <laughs> mad, mad means, is good. oh, make a difference. 
<laughs> and one of the things I was called upon in making a difference is I have a background, a successful background in business. And with a partner, we built something that's extremely valuable being used now by the American Cancer Society and some other name brand large organizations. And it's called Changeable. So I just tell you very quickly, everybody, because you'll see this when you go to barryshore.com. So Changeable is, is changing the world because uh, in times past, almost everybody had spare change in their pocket and you'd come home at the end of a day and you put it in a bowl or a can or some sort of container. And at the end of a month, two months, three months, you either take it to the bank or you give it to an organization that you care about. It'd be 10, 20, $30 because it's spare change. Well, very few people carry spare change anymore because everything's electronic. And what my partner and I, Paul, he's um, also a fellow with a remarkable background and a big heart and two kids who have very special needs. One has charge syndrome and the other is autistic. Uh, but together we want to change the world. So we built an app, a very powerful app that once you download it and use it one time, now whenever you go to swipe your credit card, it rounds up your purchase to the next dollar. So if your purchase is uh, $23.89, it automatically rounds up another 11 cents and moves it from your bank account into your changeable account, which then automatically gets donated to the cause of your choice. In this case, Special Olympics Minnesota. So we're very proud to have the changeable and um, Kathy's been very generous and and urging me to uh, make it better all the time and and have it out there. And as I said, American Cancer Society is putting it in their app, and we hope to get it to the the world of Special Olympics someday soon, so that every Special Olympics in every every place in the world, or at least in the United States and Canada, can use this and raise an extra fifty, a hundred, two hundred thousand, maybe a million dollars just by people putting their spare change in a new way in the world. So it's all because Kathy listened to what I had to say. That is a powerful tool. And I say that to everybody. In my life, of course, I have, thank God, a wonderful son married to a wonderful woman. They have a two-year-old grandson, and thank God, one more being on the way. But it's it's listening. It's the ability. I want to go back again just we, I think I'm beginning to understand your why. Your why is you're driven because you want you're, – you're mad. You are mad, Kathy. <laughs> I am very mad. I am yeah. beyond. You're making a difference <laughs> in the world, KKFU. <laughs> yep. That's absolutely right. And the thing of it is, Barry, a couple your things ways have made, have made fundraising – so simplistic that it'd be hard for people to say, no, I don't want to, because it's too easy. It's too easy. Wow. <laughs> say this again, please. I mean, just repeat it one more time, because I think it's so important for people to hear. You know, so many times people think they can't be a, a part of, of donating or, or fundraising or that, but you make it easy. And that's the part that's so neat. It's, it's innovative, it's easy, and it can add up real quick. So people need to pay attention to that. Um, I'm getting ready to launch uh, Changeable into our our world's largest truck convoy here in Minnesota. It's their 15th anniversary this year in September, and we're going to be implementing Changeable into that fundraising event. So here's semis with the, the truck drivers who love our athletes, 
and they're going to be able to raise additional funds this year through Change Bowl. Wow. KKFU! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's get back a couple of things just because of housekeeping. I want everybody to know www.northland300.org. Check it out. It is something very special. We have only two minutes left. I want to say huge open arm thank you to wonderful KK. And to share with everybody, the word thank is a great acronym also. Thank stands for, ready, drum roll, fanfare, to harness and network kindness. To harness and network kindness. And if there's anybody in the world that has harnessed and networked kindness, it is a dear friend. Her name is Kathy Karkula. She comes from Minnesota, where it gets cold. Matter of fact, I think the, country, the state is also called Minnesota cold sometimes. They do things it, like it fishing up there, and that's in the summertime. So, <laughs> and they have we just got the ice off our lakes. Yes, we yes, do. <laughs> and, they, and they have bugs, flying bugs up there, the size of little birds. But besides that, oh, yeah. it's filled with people <laughs> who care. Kathy is the essence of the Minnesota experience. She is KK. F U fun to the world. So I'm going to, your permission, Kathy, may I give you a big hug in front of hundreds of thousands of people? Barry, you know, I would never turn down one of these virtual hugs from you in the world. So. Here we go, baby. Ready? One. Okay. Two, three. I caught it right here in Minnesota. How's and that? and <laughs> say to everybody listening, go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. love. Bye now. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> Just for-